What's up Raider Nation, Matt Holder here from Silver and Black Pride. Gonna keep things short and sweet this week since we're a little bit lighter on the questions. Not a whole lot going on right now in Raiderland, so it's understandable. But as always, if you'd like to have your questions answered on a future show, either tweet them at me, AdamHolder95, or email them to sbpquestions1 at gmail.com. Enough of that, let's get to it. We'll start with the biggest news as the Raiders kicked off OTAs this week, and there were a handful of minor takeaways. The first being that second-year offensive lineman Alex Leatherwood was taking reps as a tackle. Leatherwood, of course, was drafted to play that spot last year, but got shifted inside a guard fairly on in the season. As of right now, it looks like he'll get another chance to compete for the right tackle spot with Brandon Parker and Denzel Good, as Good was listed as a guard-tackle combo on the initial roster. Head coach Josh McDaniels also spoke to the media and had good things to say about players like Derek Carr, Devontae Adams, Chandler Jones, and a familiar face and backup quarterback Jared Stidham, who was recently acquired via trade with the New England Patriots. But the thing that stood out the most about McDaniels' presser was that he echoed previous statements about how he's learned from his time in Denver and is going to run his team his way instead of the quote-unquote Bill Belichick way. So, it's good to hear the Raiders' new head coach is still keeping that in mind and learning from his mistakes. The other big news from Las Vegas this week is that Colin Kaepernick was in town for a workout. As I'm sure you know, Kaepernick hasn't played in the NFL since 2016 when he was let go by the San Francisco 49ers. Since then, he's been the forefront or the face of a lot of social justice issues and has sued the NFL for quote-unquote blackballing him from the league as a response to his protests. Raiders owner Mark Davis said about a month ago that he'd be willing to bring in Kaepernick if the coaching staff and front office want to, and the workout reportedly went well, though no contract has been signed at the time of this recording. Of course, I'll keep you guys posted. Former Raiders head coach John Gruden got some good news in court this week. In case you don't remember, Gruden is suing the NFL for allegedly leaking the emails that led to his resignation and essentially having a witch hunt out against him. Gruden and the league met in court on Thursday where the NFL tried to get the case moved to arbitration, but the judge denied the request. After that, the NFL tried to get Gruden's case dismissed entirely, and that motion was also denied. The speculation is that the league doesn't want to go to trial for fear of something getting discovered and made public knowledge that would make the league look bad, and Gruden has been very clear with his intent from the get-go. He wants to expose the commissioner and the NFL. NFL spokesperson Brian McCarthy released the following statement. We believe Coach Gruden's claims should have been compelled to arbitration, and we will file an appeal to the court's determination. The court's denial of our motion to dismiss is not a determination on the merits of Coach Gruden's lawsuit, which, as we have said from the onset, lacks a basis in law and fact, and proceeds from a false present premise, neither the NFL nor the commissioner leaked Coach Gruden's offensive emails. So, it sounds like the coach has Goodell in the league on the ropes, but this will be a long and tenuous process. The Raiders also added a couple of new players in the last week. The first was wide receiver Jordan Beasy, who's originally from Gaddison, Alabama. Beasy also has Bay Area roots, having played his college ball at Cal, where he had 63 catches for 797 yards and 9 touchdowns in 2 years. The soon-to-be 27-year-old was an undrafted free agent in the 2018 class and signed with the Tennessee Titans. He made the Titans practice squad and has bounced around a few practice squads with the Jacksonville Jaguars, Indianapolis Colts, Pittsburgh Steelers, Buffalo Bills, Washington Commanders, and Houston Texans. VC finally got the call-up last season for two games with the Texans, where he was primarily a special teamer. In a corresponding move, the Raiders' fullback competition is over and won by Jacob Johnson as Sutton Smith, who signed a two-year contract late last season, was cut to make room for VZ. Also heading to the desert will be defensive lineman Tyler Lancaster. 
Lancaster hails from Plainfield, Illinois, and went to Northwestern for college, where he was a three-year starter and racked up 101 total tackles, 18.5 for loss, and 3.5 sacks, and was an honorable mention All-Big Ten selection. The Wildcat went undrafted in 2018 and signed with the Green Bay Packers, originally making the practice squad before getting up called up to the active roster for 12 games as a rookie. Lancaster has been, been in Green Bay ever since, playing in 53 games with 21 starts, 110 total tackles, 6 TFL, and 1.5 and sacks. He'll likely be competing for a roster spot during the training camp in the Raiders' wide-open defensive tackle competition. You guys might want to plug your ears for this one. PFF released a study on how each team in the league has fared over the last five NFL drafts using their war or wins above replacement metric. The Raiders finished in dead last with a whopping 2.46 war drafted, about 1.1 points lower than the Vikings who were in second to last. For those curious, the Denver Broncos ranked 27th, while the Los Angeles Chargers were 7th, and the Kansas City Chiefs were the top dog in the entire league with 20.58 war added in the last five draft classes. Though it is worth noting that war will be higher for teams like Chargers and the Chiefs who have drafted quarterbacks in the last five years. One more bit of AFC West news. Our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook are allowing you to bet on which division will give us the next Super Bowl champion, and the AFC West is the betting favorite at plus 350. This shouldn't come as much as a surprise as the division as a whole had by far the best offseason, and the Chiefs have of course been a power in the conference over the last few years. The next two conferences are the AFC East, who have the Bills and Patriots as contenders, and the NFC West, where the defending champion Rams play, as well as two more NFC playoff teams from last year in the San Francisco 49ers and Arizona Cardinals. It's also worth noting that every team listed above is on the Raiders' schedule this year. Alright, how about a few quick notes and then we get out of here. The Raiders place undrafted free agent Sincere McCormick on the reserve slash injured list, which will seemingly end his season, though this also allows a team to stash him for next year. Speaking of IR, the league released a few notes on roster management. Players on injured reserve will miss a minimum of four games instead of three. Up to eight players can be designated return from IR in a season. A player can return from IR twice in one year. And teams can have up to 16 players on the practice squad. The league also announced its cutdown schedule, which goes as follows. Teams will have to get down to 85 players after the first preseason game, 80 after the second game, and then the final 53 after the third. And our last note, the NFL decided that the scouting combine will remain in Indianapolis for 2023 and 2024. It was previously rumored that they might be moving it to Los Angeles to help commercialize it even more, but everything will be staying put for now. Alright, that'll do it. Nice and short and sweet for your Memorial Day weekend. Hope you all enjoy your three-day weekend. Take the day off. Have a great time. As always, make sure you're following Silver and Black Pride. And make sure you're following me on Twitter, at mholder95. Please make sure to rate, review, subscribe, and download wherever you listen to podcasts. And until next time, guys.